0: So it's just like the same problem coming from different, you know, things. I just think that there, I think that Karis is, I've also got, okay, this is something you should know because I've set it up so that there is a, um, uh, a tweet that's going to go out tonight at 11.59. Uh, that's the mistakes were made question of the day. Uh, what is your oh, most, what is your most underrated um, master in the faction that you play or perhaps the game? Um which is sort of all on yeah. the same vein here. And we can just sort of make that that's be the, one of the questions of the of the show as well if you want. Uh, and on that note, welcome to the Mistakes Read podcast. Uh, as always. This is a yeah. video episode already. What oh yeah, I was still <laughs> going. I was still on. Sorry. Video maybe that's why my that's that's maybe that's mistaken. where my internet was going. Sorry. Yeah. It was my face right. just right big in your face. Anyway. Uh, welcome to the Mistakes Remake podcast. My name, as always, is Rudy Schuback. I'm Alan Devlin. And we have no guests. And this is today. episode five. This is episode five. We don't have. An, we should start titling them before we do them, maybe. If we want to do titles, I guess. New yeah. Year's. This is our obligatory New Year's episode. Yes. Because we're obliged, and that's what obligatory means. <laughs> we're, we're obliged to do that. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's good. Would well, you want to do our update real quick? Or do you want to go into the topics? Sure. Or do you, want to do, do you want to talk about the outline? Let's just do a quick... Let's just talk... Because we only played one game. Yeah, both of, we, we both have this whole... Uh, I mean, in America, and I guess Britain, and I guess all over the world, there's a, a little thing that happened uh, in the last few weeks, and that was the um, the, the Christmas holiday... Or the whatever holiday festival that you subscribe to there there are a number of uh, festivities that go on in the end of the year and the end of and the end of the middle of December and I'm trying to be politically correct, but uh the holiday shenanigans family time meant neither of us got out to our locals and played games
1: yeah well my regular night is on Wednesday, which ended up being Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve <laughs> and also, uh, so that was like yeah. I could have went out. There were people there, I'm sure, having a good time hanging out. Bud was probably there, but I okay, uh, would have been super pissed at you. Well, yeah, and I, New Year's Eve is always board game night, and mm. we went board game crazy. I think we played like five different games. So, well, I, I, it was good times.
0: I was in Seattle, so I don't have anybody to play Malifaux with up in Seattle, uh, and for Christmas. And then for New Year's, I had been invited to go play Smash Brothers at a party, so I wouldn't play video games until like eleven. And then came home and watched the uh, the fireworks with Claire and had uh, some bubbly, and it was uh, it was sort of pitch perfect. We we both are also sort of fighting colds, so we we didn't want to do anything too lively just because we we're trying to get well before we both have to go back to work. So yeah, we played one game, and that one game was yesterday, and it was over Vassal, and it was a it was t- two days well, ago, but yeah, oh, it wasn't two days? Okay, it was a very tight game, but it was ended up being just a slaughter at the end of it all.
1: Yeah, so we decided to do headhunt. Well, we flipped on the Malifaux schemes Twitter, which we now has twenty fifteen
0: with- uh, capabilities. Yes.
1: If you put in the correct hashtag, which I, I don't know it, but you can look it up. Uh, we got Headhunter with Protect Territory, Outflank, Distract, Cursed Object, and Line in the Sand. Um, and we're playing on Vassal, like Rudy said, and uh, 50 Soulstones as per usual. Um, and so with that list, I really wanted to try out I had declared Arcanist, and I wanted to play Colette in Headhunter, because I feel like she is really good at it. Uh, mainly because, well, if people don't know, Headhunter is uh, when a model kills an enemy in place, uh, the person who did the killing gets in three inches in line of sight of the dead model. Uh, and then... Someone has to take a one interact to claim it to get one victory point for the turn. So Colette's ability to get some good pushes uh, with her prompt, her ability, her performers that she likes to bring, being able to interact while engaged was a huge thing. So I just uh, that's why I went with her for that.
0: Uh, and I ended I up. I also, also to
1: wanted to try. Oh, no, you go. It's good. I also wanted to. I also wanted to do uh, Line in the Sand with Colette because, as I've said before, I've never played Line in the Sand in 2nd edition. And she's the one that can do it, and I need to break myself of that continual
0: pass on that. Yeah. He's like, what are our four schemes? I'm like, uh... five schemes. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that there was an option. Um, I ended up going with Von Schill. Upon recollection, I realized that the better option would have been potentially a Vicky's crew to take advantage of A, the fact that they could kill something very reliably and also have a to pick the head up. Uh, which would keep him from getting a chance to sort of sweep in and, and get rid of the head or tie up the head or do any of those other nasty little things that end up happening in the game that we played. Uh, but... Uh, I was also trying really hard to make... One, make a crew that was a little harder to knock down so there weren't so many heads around. And two, uh, I'm trying to even out all of my lower games played model or c- crews. So I was trying to play uh, a Von Schill crew just so that he could sort of be caught up with the rest of the masters in the in the Outcast faction. That, and uh, I mean, yeah, okay. Let's get into the game. I'll talk about the thing yeah. that I was
1: about to say when we okay. get to the end of it. <laughs> so I, My crew was Colette uh, with Shell Game, Nothing Up My Sleeve, and Lady's Secret. Uh, I brought Joss with Imbued Energies. I figure he's always good with Imbued Energies. Uh, Cassandra with Smoke and Mirrors, also good. Just always seems to be getting me lots of points. Oh, she's so good! Yeah, she's really solid. And then I brought the December Acolyte, which is a model I had never played with, but I ended up uh, at a sale for Christmas and wanted to give them a go. I've heard they're good. and They're real good. I tried it out, so, yeah. Uh, one gunsmith, just as another seven-point shooter type. They can also be really good. Uh, and performers, two performers. Mainly for their ability to interact while engaged. Which I uh, do no, not mattering a whole also lot of good. Them. Yeah, it didn't really come up uh, just because I couldn't. They were getting engaged too far from the head counters to make a difference. So.
0: Yeah. And then uh, they weren't being able to get too but, uh, to get into base to base in order to snag yeah, them. Yeah, there's too many. It was
1: very, very clustered. Yeah. Uh, and then I took Protect Territory and Line in the Sand. Those are the two. Uh, that are very easy to get with Colette, so I went with those, Uh, I found out Line and Sand is actually really easy (laughs) with Colette. Yep. So I'm glad I tried that one out.
0: And you didn't even use mannequins. Like, one mannequin makes that infinitely easier, because then you can have one model, you know, move five inches, zero action interact, place one at five inches away from you or six inches away from you, then zero, Then one action interact again and place it five inches in a different diagonal, there's two. There's two done with one activation. Ugh. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I've never been... A, I wasn't, I've played them with the mannequins a few times, and I wasn't a huge fan of them. I'm sure I'll get there. I just... The times I played with them were, like, the first two games with Colette, and I was just like... Or I could bring, like gunsmiths. And <laughs> or you also dropped didn't use any dubs, which so
0: good. Like, my suggestion to you is next time you play Colette, play with dubs and play with an oxfordian mage. Proxy it in and play with an oxfordian mage, because even if you just do it for one turn, I'm going to give this oxfordian mage a positive to his casting, and then I'm going to make him cast six times.
1: Yeah. yeah or I'm going to give this
0: oxfordian mage a positive <laughs> to his casting and a positive to his damage. Then I'm going to make him cast six times. Um, it can get really, really gross. And if a performer dies near him, then he can cast another three times. <laughs> which immediately. Really yeah, seems alright. I mean. And I'll take
1: It's They're one of those models where I, I've got to get over my prejudice of wanting to wait for the actual models to come out.
0: If I'm going to do I, that, though. Yeah, I got some from the Soda Pop miniatures. Um, to, to be doofers and I've got them on bases I need to, I've i started to paint them up I think I've got them based and I've got skin tone on them or something I should probably finish them mm-hmm. up. they're going to be a part of my terrorist group but we'll get to that in the New Year's resolution section so I took Von Schill uh, Von Schill had scout the field uh, which gives him uh, uh, blah, 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 the ability to charge without line of sight or do something without needing line of sight uh, Oath Keeper, and the shirt comes off. And then I took Taylor with Oathkeeper, and I took Johan with no upgrades. I took two Free Core Librarians with no upgrades and two Free Core Trappers, um, mostly because I wanted to try and put them in a place where they could do a little damage early and then run for uh, fl- Outflank, oh, which was one of the schemes that I picked up. The other scheme yep. was Protect the Territory, which I announced and uh, almost got some points for it, but did not. <laughs> Eventually, I did not get yep. points for them. Um, yep. Essentially, the game so, went like this. We, I, I set up a pretty decent defensible crew in a house and then sort of charged them through a door. And then waiting for me on the other side of that door was Johan, Cassandra, and uh, a performer. Just, Joss. Joss. Oh, sorry, Joss. Joss, Cassandra, and a performer. And yep. uh, they did battle with Johan and a librarian and Taylor for basically all of the game. And by and the end Schill. of the game... Uh, and Von Schill, yeah. Uh, I, had, I would claim three head markers through by hook or by crook, mostly by saying, like... You know, Taylor comes in, knocks some guy's block off, kind of literally, apparently. Uh, and then Johan hits them with a hammer, triggers the knockback trigger, and then picks the head up.
1: Yeah, that was a nice little combo for Headhunter. The, the knockback trigger is great. Yeah. Just to be able to. Oh. It was too bad that right. I
0: realized that in turn, I think, four. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> no, Taylor. It was, it wasn't really that. I mean, I was but looking yeah. for a way to have Taylor use Hammer Fall. Which, yeah. which is the AoE that makes everybody... But it's a target number 14 duel. So it's um, not impossible for but me it's not So hit. it's not impossible. So I have a much better chance of swinging with my Combat 7 melee attack yeah. with... You know, I can burn a stone for the mask and give Taylor knockback. But you have to yep. be in base-to-base with the head before you start your attack. So yeah, it was okay. Like... It was okay. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Colette's ability to prompt someone to push three inches and then take a one-interact could could have and should have been a lot better in the game, but wasn't.
1: And why was that? Because I did terrible with Colette. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't really do any work in the game. She was just sort of like... She started by... Well, the, let's start with the very first turn. This was a very important part of the game, actually, is and I deployed... You deployed first uh, from the shadows with your trappers, and then I deployed my December acolyte in a spot where it was basically, like, standing behind your trapper with its crossbow hand thing just waiting for it to get to activate to shoot him. Because <laughs> yep. I wanted to give him slow for sure so he couldn't get the bonus range. And then... Uh, I won initiative and proceeded to red joker the damage flip just from sheer luck. <laughs> and uh murdered him yeah. in one shot. Yeah, in one shot. So That's that was, the second
0: uh, time that a From the Shadows model has murdered something important to me in the first A P of the game.
1: Yeah. I got I've I've never played with a bunch of from, with From the Shadows a lot, but I'm could see where it'd be really good.
0: <laughs>
1: uh I know people talk about Rulligans a lot, but I'm definitely more of a necropunk guy. So... <laughs> but I understand why they're both good. They both have their own little spots. So anyway, whole, we're not talking about yeah. Resurrectionists. We're talking about Colette.
0: Dominating. So the whole game sort of happened in this one <laughs> narrow corridor between a, a house and a fountain full of skulls, I think was uh, what the middle thing was. Yes. A um, blood fountain. A blood fountain. And... Uh, and because of the engagement range and the pushes and everything, like that, that's all that happened was people just kept chopping each other's heads off, and no one was able to take the interact to pick them up. Um, we, there ended up, each, corpses up there. we ended up each getting, I think, three heads by like yeah, we being tricksy with where we placed the head at the end of at the end of a uh, activation and knowing when mm-hmm. something was coming up, and uh, and then he just out killed me on the flanks for me to be able to get my Protect Territory or my outflanks. Um, One of my flank creatures literally died in the first AP of the game, so... Uh, I feel like my one place where I could have played the game better was if I had uh, spread out a little more um, instead of bunching up as much as I did. You might have been able to pick off some people and get and get some heads, but it also would have either forced you to spread out or sort of get too specialized, and I could have gotten more points for my schemes. Um, Definitely. So maybe... But the problem was like, I built the crew around, you know, tanky models with healers for synergy. So, yeah. you know, I, I got sort of yeah, boxed was... into the house and couldn't do anything about it.
1: Yeah, and Even I was getting some... A lot of work out of Joss. He was paralyzing Von Schill, yeah. forcing you to use Johan to remove paralyzed rather than charge and hit stuff. Yeah. And then my performer was hitting Von Schill, and it was just I I I think I focused on killing the models, whereas you were like dealing a little bit of damage to everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: More trying to like fight off everything at once. Where I was just like, I'm gonna put all my effort into killing Von Schill, and then didn't quite kill him but got him low enough that it didn't make any difference because he had poison yeah. on him and then which I think I killed him anyway because I wanted the head because you' don't, I don't think you can drop one for poison because it doesn't count the enemy model acting has to model, be. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah
1: exactly so uh, and then yeah by focusing on killing one thing at a time I was able to get
0: ahead there plus because you actually just killed went. me you actually killed me with a sip of the sip of wine trigger I think I did you kill didn't Von me with poison, With but, Cassandra, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because <laughs> Cassandra went beast mode on turn oh rear and basically was like, alright, Johan, I'm going to dance or saber you, but I'm also going to understudy and steal uh, Siren's Call and lure Von Schill and make him take poison damage, and then I'm going to hit you again, and you're going to
0: die. <laughs> yeah and then I'm going to take I'm going to get the trigger on that which lets me make a melee attack. I'm going to make that melee attack against you and then I'm going to also attack you again. Yes, yeah, yes that
1: was it. That was it. I did get the
0: Yeah, I did get some good triggers going there. It was uh, I think a little bit. The second
1: turn I, I Siren's called uh Taylor and did that the second yeah. time. Yep. To get the free attack or something. It was it was a nice little combo.
0: Yeah.
1: Like Cassandra like I said is really good.
0: Oh no, I I've, I've always it. said that. Yeah. So yeah, I killed her right back. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, end of the, at the, at the playing... game. What was alive? Like Colette was alive. You had a performer or you know, a gunsmith. Joss was still alive. I didn't ever get to kill Joss. That's right.
1: I don't. Th- he was the last guy standing up in that battlefield there. Because I couldn't. Because
0: I could do enough
1: damage to get past your. Uh, you couldn't kill me without giving me a reactivate.
0: Yeah, that was I the thing. Was well, out. I had a, I had a, I had a model that could. I had uh, Taylor who was able to get past Hardy. Yeah, ignore it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had to do. I think. Yeah, he was throwing severe wounds. damage. Well, I
1: had, had six wounds left when.
0: I had to do severe damage, and in That'd order to get the, uh, in order to hit you, I had one severe in hand, so I'd have to hit you. And then cheat the my one back. severe. I yeah, I had to beat you on a flip, basically. And I think you cheated high, so I had to also cheat high. But I I ended up going for wanted yeah. to kill um, uh, that other girl because she only had three wounds left, and I could just I could just outright kill her, but on minimum, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah she she needed to die, anyway. And then the other flank was the gunsmith versus trapper duel, so I, and I had a performer over there as well. Was sort gunsmith of uh, interference.
0: owned on the performer, but ignored the, the gunsmith for long enough that the gunsmith lined up a shot. and would
1: get in range.
0: Face. Yeah.
1: I put, yeah, I, put you on, I got you on fire somehow. Oh, from, it's from... It's from shot uh, at me and I cheated up to make you get on fire, yeah. The defensive trigger. The, uh, yeah, the defensive trigger they have, and then got to shoot at you and dealt a bunch of damage, got you down to two wounds, and then took you out on turn five to deny you Protect Territory.
0: Yep, basically. So I ended up going yep. 8 to 3. Eight to all three. my 3 were from yep. strategy. Mm-hmm.
1: Three. I got 3 for line in the sand, 2 for Protect Territory, and then 3
0: for... Headhunter. So. that all of the other strategy None of the other strategies would have been good. Like, there was no... I mean, maybe Body... I think Bodyguard was in the pool?
1: No, it wasn't. It was distracting Cursed Object, so it was both the...
0: yeah. I mean, I probably could have done distract a Chris object, but the point of the game was to murder a person and pick up their head. So yeah, that was, have... was hard to say. Well, I'm going to go ahead and distract you before you. It slice wouldn't my head have off. helped because I would just
1: still just killed all your stuff and then undistracted myself. Yeah, know? basically. And basically, and you would have got another point or two, but not really change the game. So yeah, I agree. I mean, I think outflanks a good. Uh, your plan with the trappers on outflank seemed good, but.
0: But you foiled it well.
1: Because... Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, if I had anyway. given... I think if I would given... Yeah. You know how my librarian sort of was in the middle of the thing and then couldn't really do anything? Like, he tossed a couple heels, yeah. but he couldn't shoot into engagement? If he yeah. had supported my southern flank more and let the, the, the librarian kill the gunsmith, then they could have gone down to outflank together. Yep. That would have been a better idea, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay.
1: So that's the game that was puts me game. at seven was games
0: with Colette. Puts me with three games for Von Schill. I've got three games across the board for my Outcast faction, and
1: I am at forty-seven percent on my challenge. So
0: I am at sixty-seven percent overall on my challenge. Uh, how many games did you say you had overall to play left? I don't know. <laughs> it was sixty-five. Now it's seventy-five. Jesus, because you, you got, what was it, do you want to say that part? Yeah, so
1: that I guess we'll just move on to our next section. I got, I was at 50% done, it was awesome, and then I got a Leviticus box set for Christmas from my wonderful girlfriend. She went to the store, they had it on sale, and she said, okay, and bought it for me. So that dropped me down, though, back to 47%. <laughs> it was a good, because it was a box I wanted anyway, and... I'm still happy about it. I just finished assembling the models and they all are awesome looking. So I'm looking forward to breaking him out in the new year. It's so yeah, uh, I'm at sixty six yeah. total games and That's I need to get funny. to one forty. Huh?
0: I I was wrong. I thought that I had more games to play than you, but I think it's because you're going for ten games played and I'm only going Yeah, for exactly. Games.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going for much more games total.
0: I thought that because I had more masters that my my numbers of games I still needed to play was going to be higher than you, but it's not. No, I still have a bunch to do. My, my games to the five-game challenge is down to uh, 31 games left. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Eight, 15... 27, 33? 33 games left. Let's say that. Yeah. And then and then I'll be moving on to the next phase of my challenge, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, yeah. 74 yeah, so games. That was, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. But uh,
1: I should be able to get there. I'm also... Thinking, if I don't buy more Masters, I, when I get partway done. I don't think I'm ever going to... You know, it's one of those ones where may not ever finish, but I'm going to get more familiar with everything I have before I buy more stuff. That's
0: the main goal. Yeah. And I think that once I get to the point where maybe I get two of my factions to fives, I'm going to make my my next investment in the Master, which was um, I think I want to get into Jacob Lynch. Partially because the Illuminated are just so good. Uh, and partially because Lynch himself, though I hate the Huggy model, uh, is, is a really slicker-looking crew, and also, they look like they have so much fun playing. Like, I like having played against a Colette crew, which gets to draw every time she casts a thing, having a lot of cards in hand looks like a, a good time. And I played against a guy whose name is Ken, who's from the Detroit area, actually, who played a lynch crew... And it was all about just being like, oh, look, I've got, you know, nine cards in my hand. Now I have 11 cards in my hand. I'll shoot you one time. Bang. Ah, okay, cool. Now I'm going to go ahead and discard all these other things. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was about capitalizing on the one move that could do stupid amounts of damage and then just, like, making it hurt. Like, it was this very fluid, fluctuating thing that looked, like, a lot of fun to play. Yeah. I've
1: I enjoyed Lynch, and I was never one to be like, let me get you know, go for the big uh, final debt. If it happened, it happened, but I was always more of a, ooh, I have really good cards now. I'm going to use these.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's the thing that, that interests me, is the, oh, look, I've got all these cards. I've got, you know, I'll keep the, the RAM, and I'll keep the Mask of Aces, so that I can do some interesting discard stuff. Uh, yep. But then I'll just, oh, look, I've got a 12. I'm going to go ahead and use that. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I don't need to say that. And then, uh, yeah, he's he's plays into me a lot. I definitely enjoy him. I'm looking forward to getting back to him too. So mm. we'll talk about it more once you actually get the box set. You know. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that sounds like fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, what
0: else? What else happened to our podcast this month, which is which is of note? And I I should officially say thank you for because I know I thanked you in private, but. You're absolutely a yeah. benefactor of this bad bitch.
1: Well, we uh, upgraded our account, so now we can go over 100 uh, megabytes per month. We wanted to record this episode before the end of December, but uh, just, you know, holidays and stuff. But well, so then We wanted to play gonna... a game instead
0: of actually recording yeah, on the so. like
1: We can record, but none, of, neither of us have played any games, and we didn't really do any prep, so it was like, I guess we should probably not. we can just wait to the new year but yeah no it's going to be good it means we can record more Rudy doesn't have to worry about editing down to like mono and cutting the quality so that'll be good more interviews hopefully yeah
0: Yeah, I want to give you a couple of people here who, who are sort of Malifaux podcast personalities who both have expressed interest on being in the show and I am for it you know like we've got my henchman Josh, who was part of the um, uh, uh, our, our Through the Breach podcast, which has sort of been on uh, an unscheduled hiatus due to do personal family things of the of the creators. Uh, and I've got um, before we begin Dan, uh, who's who loves being on podcasts, and I could totally translate. They came in for some things. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you got—I yeah, mean, you've got all kinds of people out there too. Yes, I, I know Miles has expressed interest
1: in getting in here, but uh, really? he needs to play a game or two first, because <laughs> he's a little rusty, so... Oh, is he? Well, I mean, he, just, he doesn't get to play a lot, and... Uh, Wait a minute, did well, you talk about your
0: game with Miles in the last show? Yes,
1: okay. yes, because I played it, and then, like, literally came and recorded the podcast right oh, that's
0: then. Right. I remember.
1: You called me. The video called during the game. So
0: well, we talked about a time, and I thought that was the time. And the new told me that it wasn't right.
1: No, you were right. I misread the the messages on Facebook back and forth between Joe and you. That was the record. I, I had the recording time for the drunk, drunk, episode, the drunk episode as, my, as my, <laughs> in my mind as the time we were recording, and then ah. I, was, I was wrong. So, it's but right. it worked out. He could stay on. We all got on there. Miles got to play a game. I got to play against Leviticus. Good. Or was it?
0: No, he's playing Hamlin. He's playing, playing Hamlin, which is almost as bad. I think Leviticus I is scarier than ashes and now. dust. I got to kill Ashes and Dust, so I was super happy. That's always a good thing.
1: Uh, Cool. Yeah, so uh, that was the only game.
0: Look yeah, forward to, nice. hopefully, more podcasts from us. It's, it's the, yes,
1: that's the idea. That's
0: the idea, yeah.
1: And if you guys want to hear things, you know... Yes, I think that's an important thing. If you if
0: you have a, a concept for how you want the content in this show to appear, or if you have questions that you want us to postulate about, or if you have questions that we have experts to get to you, uh, for instance, if you want me to ask Dan how to do Blobbity Blue, we can try and get him on, you know, or if you want you know me to talk about C Huffman or Alan to talk about Molly because he's very good with her. That is true. Fun fact, he's an excellent molly player, That is terrifying. Um, yeah. Ask ask her in
1: time. January, I just forget about this challenge. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but anyway, uh, yeah. So definitely make suggestions. We're open to ideas. If you hate stuff, tell us. I'm, you know, apparently we. I looked at our. Metrics that came with upgrading our account a little bit. We got some more metrics, and we have actually we just broke a thousand listens right before the new year, which yeah. was fantastic, very exciting. So we're roughly at like I think the lowest listened to episode was the last one just because it's the newest and it was just under 200 listens last time I checked. So we're which is
0: listening. ridiculously crazy to me. Like, I, yeah, I do other podcasts, but they don't have any of the metrics stuff, so I don't know how many people listen to those podcasts. It is Donkey Kong in my head to know that there are minimum, you know, one hundred fifty two hundred people who listen who take their time, take like an hour to listen to me and my buddy Alan talk about Malifo. It's it's humbling and exciting and very yeah. cool. So thank you. Yes, and, and, and then, please continue yes, to
1: come let back. us know what you want because yeah. we're more than willing try new things we're still very new well not in podcasting in general but in uh, you know just this podcast in general so we are willing to make changes and try new things and we're going to try and get some more interviews I think is one of my biggest goals for the podcast yeah me too do some more maybe it's uh what's the word Tactical stuff rather than just blathering. That oh, yeah. would be good. Yeah.
0: Well, the <laughs> other thing that I I am interested in doing potentially is either live streaming games or uh, through the like the um, X Fire. No, it's called Twitch. Like I have a Twitch account that I could probably stream a game through if we were to play it live, um, mm-hmm. and or to uh, take the the video data of our games from YouTube and then um shorten them and then commentate yeah. them uh, sort of like the uh, the ones that mythic Fox does uh, yeah, so so, so a, uh, a presence on YouTube could be interesting for us moving forward I think so if that mm-hmm. sounds like something you'd be interested in watching or seeing or, or participating in even uh, go ahead and hit us up all right
1: so then moving on do we want to talk about yeah, let's talk about my my big next two weeks that i got going
0: on. Let's talk about that, because my my, my my big Malifaux thing in the next two weeks is I'm going to go play on Friday. That's that's my big nice. thing. I get to play so a game in the, on Friday. <laughs> in, in the Detroit
1: area, I'm very lucky to have uh, a plethora of players, and apparently we're uh, going to get very two alive tournaments... Million in the next uh, basically two weeks. There's one on January 3rd at Flatlands Games, and then there's one on January 11th, I think it is. It's the Sunday, so yeah, the 11th, at Shenanigans Games, which I've never been to. I'm looking forward to stopping by there to play three games. Uh, so that's gonna be six games for sure in the next you know two weeks. Very
0: exciting yes, games. Yeah, I mean that's my thing. I feel like if there were more events going on, I want to make. I want to really make a conscious effort to make it to the events that are happening. Specifically, Beer Lefo. There, there's a events down here that Josh runs once a month. I think it's the last Saturday of every month. Third Saturday of every month doesn't matter. Uh, that that's called Beer Lefo, which is essentially like an excuse to drink beer and play three games. There's there's sometimes story effect, uh, encounters in effect. Sometimes it's just three games that are all back-to-back. And you don't get ranked based on your victories and losses. You get uh, uh, raffle tokens when you win and raffle tokens when you buy beer or drinks or other things at the, at the store. So supporting the store gets you a higher chance of winning prize support. And winning a game gets you a higher chance of winning prize support. And doing both gets you your best chances of winning prize support. Um and that's 3 games played over 1 day. So if I can get to those, I can make it so that I'm getting at least 8 games a month. Um, but I would like to I would like for there to be more events in the Portland area and I would like to hopefully make it to those as well. Barring work I'm problems, that
1: is a continuing thing in our area. It would be great to be able to play a couple tournaments every month or 2 months it would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, one turn a like month, month is,
0: sounds great. Yeah, one And month it sounds like be you've be got enough people, you guys have enough people to get ranked events going. Like, we have, yeah, I think we have enough to people to in our meta, one. I think we have enough people in our meta to do ranked events in Portland, but none of them play at the same place or want to make it on the same days, so it's like... Yeah. We had yeah. a store in Beaverton, we had a store in South Portland, we had a store in East Portland, and all of them were their own sort of tight-knit community. And if we had been able to rally all of them into, you know, different events... Then yeah, it,
1: if you it can get everybody coming to events, then exactly. you gonna do a,
0: tournament, a big tournament, exactly. but
1: instead of doing small tournaments. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll get a good turnout for this one. I know that they're planning on doing a qualifier in April, which yeah. is going to be awesome. For the Nova Open Nationals, it sounds
0: like it sounds like the boys Dan and, and um, Josh do have a event that will that ought to be big enough to be a Nova qualifier coming up in I yeah. think uh, June or July in Portland. So if you're in the area and you're looking for a a, a reason to try and get to your Nova Open, then that would be the one.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm. Still don't know what I'm actually going to play. Uh, do I you want to assess it out? We talk a little bit about it. I mean, I've like I've been playing the Arcanist and Ten Thunders a lot lately. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it, and I wouldn't mind going back to Neverborn, but I don't think I want to switch right now, just because I haven't played them in pretty much, like, over half a year. So I haven't even played those. So I think it's between those two, the Ten Thunders, would be good. I got a bu- The thing is, I got a bunch of models that are primed but not based or painted. So, you know, it's one of those ones. So of I think I prom- I'm probably going to end up doing Arcanus just because of that. At least for the first one, and maybe I'll switch it up for the second one, depending on how that goes. I only have three games left with Colette, and I've only played one game with Kyrus. So it's sort of like, do I want to jump into a tournament with only one game played with a master? Yeah. Which I mean, I'm not. I'm not completely opposed to as long as I don't as long as I keep my crew relatively simple. I don't go for craziness. Yeah. And I could always split it up and do like one game with Colette if I feel more comfortable with that. You know.
0: I would say play play uh play your first game with Karis. That way yeah. if you lose you're gonna be at your lower tables and then you have a Colette game to bring yourself back <laughs> up the tables and then you play the last one by ear. Yeah, and
1: it's also going to depend on the schemes, right? I think I'm going to do Armas yeah. for the first one for sure just because I don't have the Ten Thunder stuff ready Yeah, that I got. You know, I've got a bunch that I, I want to do a real good job basing them because I have that uh, May, uh, not Mizaki crew mm. that's really good and I want them to be able to go with that. Also, other gaming note, uh, I'm trying to get some crews that I could set up to do like demo games of Fistful of Kung Fu which is something Ooh. I played a couple times, and if I had the models and just made my crews, I could bring them and just say, "Hey, let's just play, roll some dice, and have fun." It's a very fun game. It you was a lot of Malafools—they've done a couple of. I think it was Malafools. Yeah, they did an episode. Yeah, the Fools Daily is not Malafools. Uh, they did an episode about it. If you want to hear more about that, we're not going to talk about. I it. I remember
0: anymore. we played a, a really quick demo game while we were game? in Detroit, and it was sorry. And it was famous. it was a lot of fun. That's all I'll say.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's it a good felt one.
0: it felt very cinematic.
1: Oh yeah. Anyway, uh so yeah, that's January. I think I'm probably gonna bring Arcanist. The thing is we now have an abundance of Arcanist players too. Mm. And if they all show up for the tournament I might just change my mind and do ten thunders and play Yonlo or something.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, we'll see. I'm not too worried about it. I'll just bring my big bag and decide the day out based on who's I there. i to get a
0: big bag. I, my big bag got cat-peed on so now I have to get mm-hmm. a new big bag. I think what I'm going to do is, to, all my foam is still intact and uh, Claire, my girlfriend, is a seamstress so what I think I'm going to try and do is get her to help me work on a pattern so that we can make a new bag. We'll buy some Cordura or some other sort of uh, rip-stop nylon fabric and sew it around um, either cardboard right. or some other sort yeah. of Tough uh, cardstock uh-huh. kind of thing, and then you know buy a zipper that's the right size, and then and then zip it in. Custom um, bag. Custom yeah. bag. I was thinking about making it out of orange uh, fabric, and then potentially embroidering in the MWM logo uh, nice. for for our podcast because that would be really cool. Really I cool also think it. we could work on a logo where the MWM is the uh, the Malifaux, uh second edition letter M uh, on the M2E M. Yeah. That'd be good. We'll I just threw this just... together real quick, so I like it. We couldn't it's striking. I like it.
1: it. Yeah, I just threw it because I was like, we need a logo because I had the Twitter, but I just had like yeah. a basic something I found, you know, some image I found that was cool, and I was like, let's let's you know something branded would be good.
0: No, it's good. I like it a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh so that New Year's resolutions? Yeah, that sounds good. I yeah. Do you want me to go first? Or at least on the first one for the first one? Sure. Yeah. I don't know what the okay. first one is. My my first New Year's resolution, which is in not in that document, but in this document, which is over here. Sorry, I wrote them down, but that didn't help. Uh, I for the New Year's resolution is to try and finish up the um, Try and finish up strong on this uh, challenge. I only have 37 games left to play. <laughs> 30-something games left to play. What was it? 34. I think it's uh, 33. 33, something like that. And if I can play, you know, four to eight games a month, that's like still five months into the year, and I'll be done with that. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's not a that's not a small number of games. That's that's quite a big number of games. But we'll
1: get no, there. No, that's a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, and then once I get done with that, I feel like I want to instead of taking all of my masters to ten. Uh, he, here's the real deal. Uh, one of the things that I knew I was going to find was the ma- some of the masters that I owned in in one five after the transition wouldn't be necessarily be masters that I wanted to play. Uh, or masters that I bought because there were models in the crew box that I wanted aren't going to be models that I want to play. Or, you know, this, that, or the other thing. I really made a mistake, and this is a master that I just do not care about anymore. (laughs) So I don't see a benefit in taking some of the masters that I have up to 10 games played.
1: Yeah, I hear you on that one.
0: And also, from sort of a... The other thing that, that Alan and I were sort of talking about was this concept of how many masters or how many factions or whatever, do you want to take to an event? Uh, And he said that usually he feels better when when he takes one master um, and then just sort of concentrates on that one master and how they solve problems and how they build crews. And I've always felt that I perform better when I have two masters. Not more than two because I think it's a little confusing. But two masters specifically is good for me because they can shore up each other's weaknesses.
1: I think part of mine was that i like there's a lot of that I'm not like I have multiple masters in a faction, but I'm only familiar with one of them. like neverborn. If I go to a tournament right now, I'm only gonna play Zoraida. Be, like if I want to win, which honestly, I'm not that worried about in tournaments usually it's more I just having winning, fun. No. So.
0: I love being here I do top enjoy based. winning.
1: it's not it's not bad, but and i've and I've been lucky to do fairly well in the tournaments I have played in. But, uh, you know, at the, with this challenge, I, I already know I'm handicapping myself a lot of the times just because I know if I post, pull out Seamus and Molly and just play those two, I can probably do most of the games and do very well with them just because I'm very familiar with them. Uh, so this, this is going to be more of a learning experience in this tournament. It's in January, I think. I mean, I'm familiar enough with Colette that if I am play her, I'm sure I'll be fine. Kiris... It's those ones where I can play her with, because she works well with some of the a lot of the models that are in that I've played with Colette. That it's not a huge jarring transition to swap to her. Mm. But you know, it's really going to depend on. Like, like I said, my goal for these ones is these local tournaments isn't to win. It's to play games and learn stuff. So.
0: So that being said, I think my my next step in the challenge once I get there, or when I determine that I'm ready to move on to the next step, whenever that happens to be. Uh, will be to choose a couple of masters that will shore each other up in each faction and then take them up. Uh, for instance, um, Ch- Ch- Lady Justice and Lucas McCabe. Um, yeah. Or, you know, I know I'm going to pick Kaladi because Kaladi is one of my masters. Like, I can't pick Lilith, he's already a 10 games played. So it'd be in Netherboard, it would be probably Kaladi and Lynch when I buy him. Uh. uh and then takes so them did, up to tech uh, games to sort of get them interested.
1: Yeah, the idea and, of having two masters for each faction seemed like a really cool one to me. Just when we were thinking about it, and it was funny because I was like, I don't have that, and I was like, Oh, actually, I, I really do. Between dual masters, yeah. dual faction masters, I'm like, Oh, I do have two guild masters. Not that I'm <laughs> ever going to want to play them in guilds, but <laughs> Lucius, with Lucius and, and Morning. And... <laughs> so I don't have any guild models to go with them really.
0: But <laughs> well, they, they're. <laughs> The problem is, is in Guild, Lucius and McMorning fulfill a lot of the same roles, but that's, yeah, a, that's a topic for another day. Yeah.
1: And then uh, I was like,
0: I don't have two gremlins.
1: And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Sorry, no, I was a gremlin. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> well, all right. So, uh, yeah, that seems like a good goal, and I like your idea of not playing ten games if you don't really don't like a master. That's one of those ones I've sort of been dreading on some. I haven't really found one I didn't enjoy, at least in some way yet, so that's been good for me.
0: Mine are and like... Some of them I've... Mine are like... After playing two games with uh, with Von Schill in the last couple of weeks, he just has no interest for me. I think a big part of that is that I didn't really buy
1: Masters in 1.5. Like, I had three, I think, well, I when bought. we started testing M2E. Yeah. So it was, you know, I was already looking at the new rules, so there was no, like... Well I used to like you, but you changed a lot and I don't you know everyone is familiar. I was the only reason I bought
0: Bonchill so was because I could run him with the Victoria's and I wanted the librarians. That was it. Yeah, exactly. So librarians are the reason to to have that to have that box back in the first yeah. um because librarians were so important for a Vicky screw. Yeah, so there so I, I hear you on that not wanting to play
1: some of them where it's just like why I didn't Dita. actually buy this one for these rules, you know. I bought them for the other rules or for some other reason.
0: Yeah. I might be, be yeah, interested in yeah, Dita when the, when the um, Avatars, the too. That's avatars the other come
1: Starting Avatar beta and that might get some changes You know, in what you like. You might want to try something new. It's true. I mean, I can not want to one play so I can play uh-huh. as a ridiculous avatar. Oh, so good. <laughs> they, can, they, have to have changed. If they didn't, I'm just gonna
0: laugh. No, I mean, the, the way the only thing that I think was really, really demented about the way his avatar was playing was the um, the method for which to summon a new Yeah, exactly. You basically it was just too it, simple. I don't know
1: is what it was. Is his was the three stone upgrade that gave you simulacrum 29, which is this giant, fatty model of 14 wounds or something, and defense wasn't great. You know, yeah, so he, was, easy, like he was pretty
0: easy to, to knock down. He was yeah. like a super flesh construct. Just,
1: yes, he was like a very, very good flesh... Like super, yeah, super flesh construct the way to do it. And he had bodyguard stuff for McMorning to prevent you from hitting McMorning. Really good model, and because of the way it worked, you could pay three for the upgrade and then bring a four-stone model and sacrifice it on turn one to get this for seven soul stones. Basically, a model that is not one soul stone better than a flesh construct, more like three soul stones better than a flesh yeah, construct. it's like a, like a nine-point
0: model, and you can get And it the control.
1: ability to resummon it.
0: <laughs> and the way you resummon it is by taking poison off of models yeah. within range of McMorning. Yeah. So, and it's, it was like five not, poison. Not
1: an impossible way. So what you
0: would do <laughs> yeah, is so that you was really cool. Kill something, bring in a flesh construct which has five poison on it, and then get rid of the poison on the flesh construct and get a simulacrum twenty nine for free. So hopefully they change that and
1: he's at <laughs> least somewhat reasonable. I was like, why would you never not do that?
0: Exactly. <laughs> it, was it was like one of those. It was. It turned into the. This is this is obviously not a clue. For me, I would always play this. There's no reason I would not play this. Yeah.
1: So we'll we'll look forward to that. That'll be fun to. try out some masters that I uh, don't have. Unfortunately Uh, I I won't be playing it for another
0: year because I'm already at ten games played with McMorning.
1: (laughs) Oh that's too bad. Or you could, you know I might I might break it for I never said I wasn't gonna play games, I just said that I wasn't gonna buy stuff until I do it. That's true. If there's some stuff I wanna test, I might just do it just for Yeah. You know, not for the challenge just because I know I like the masters and I want to make sure they get tested. I'll play what I want. That's that's a very good point. if there is so a you model. You don't end up with an avatar that's like ridiculous and not fun for
0: anybody or the opposite. Because I couldn't test it because I was doing a challenge on myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I, want, I want to be able to play with Sorry, my guys.
0: I can't test this McMorning avatar. I, I can't play McMorning right now because it's on no challenge. I mean, I'm sure it's balanced. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that'll
1: be fun. Something to look forward to. All right. We were on New Year's resolutions.
0: My other resolution... Have you said one yet? Do you want to take one? You can go yeah, ahead. I got one more. Um,
1: go ahead. Yeah, so mine was... T- 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 you've, like, typed yours in on t- top of mine somehow. No, I, I, I have 74 games. Game. Okay. Oh, I see that. I have 74 games oh. remaining uh, with my challenge, and I would really like to get it done this year, but I, I really don't think I'm going to. So I think I will probably go for doing to six games a week. A little yeah, over like six that's... games a week.
0: No. Yeah. How many weeks are in a year? Oh, I did no, I did I did <laughs> 74 games over 12 months.
1: Okay. And how many is that?
0: Oh, so I guess it's six games a month. That's totally Yeah, global. that's that's not unpo-
1: impossible, but the other thing is I'm not I'm not going to I think for sure that I'm going to buy something. It's like <laughs> So it's not going to be done. Like, I, at some point I'm going to be like, you know what, I really want to get this box. You know? <laughs> it's not going to be for a while. See like, Hoffman. Because the goal was to postpone it's it. It's going to be See Hoffman. Let, let I, me tell like, you why I'm going to be See Hoffman. Because I have Leviticus. Leviticus. I know why I want
0: See <laughs> Hoffman. <laughs> I'm going to get tired Leviticus of the cryo. You already own all the unholy, or sorry, undead models that you would normally play with Leviticus.
1: Yeah, like I was going to say, I'm going to You already own all the
0: Arcanists.
1: It. So... <laughs> I don't own all the Arcanists. I don't own do you own a, the
0: you own the robots that are worth having?
1: You mm, might want to get I'm some missing, metal gammon. I have metal gammon, but I'm missing a big one. Relvellum? The nope. The rider. Um oh, I do rider. not have uh Yeah. Yeah, you're like like the biggest get player metal. now.
0: You're you're basically a horseman collector.
1: <laughs> well, I have the, the I have the uh, undead one, so the uh
0: The dead rider, yeah. Yeah,
1: which is fine. I have mechanical, yes, and so I, actually, I have yeah,
0: mechanical because I played with the I of bone,
1: face. and I'm going to want to get that prior of iron, and at that point, I'm going to need robots. Yeah,
0: robots. <laughs>
1: we'll see. That's going to be a ways off, though. So, I but think I, like, you can,
0: especially if you're going to be getting to play multiple games at tournament. Like, if you go to one tournament a month and go to oh, uh, yeah. Malfo Wednesday every week. Once a week, even if it's not a Wednesday, if you go up on a Saturday or whatever, that'll be seven games a month, which is over your 6.166 repeating requirement.
1: That's a lot. Six point one six repeating?
0: Well, the rest of those sixes are just tenths of the original sixth, so... Well, I think that that I'm going to... If I could play, like,
1: 70 games this year, that would be a reasonable thing
0: and ridiculous. Yeah. I would be extremely but, good. If I was get to actually, my 30, I'll be happy. Yeah. yeah. That was actually a part of it. Was
1: That was the second part of this, is that I want to do a better job of recording what I did in each game in terms of my crew selection, my scheme selection, my opponent's stuff, what I was thinking when I was doing stuff. That's another big part. Like I know we've been on the podcast, and I've been getting a little better with it, but I've I've still had some games where I'm like, I think I had what this. What was I doing there? What
0: the? What was, <laughs> my, what
1: was I hoping to accomplish? So I'm gonna take yeah. some of my thoughts from uh, Dan's podcast and just you know actually plan out and like record what my plan was, and focus Ooh, on that. that.
0: Smart. If I you had that's a, a digital way. recorder in your pocket, you could be like, here's the curve that I'm taking. Here's yeah, like, to do I hope that oh, does that man. technology exist because you could
1: <laughs> yeah, I could actually I could actually video call you and oh, could yeah. talk it through with me. We That's could true. record it. That would be a terrible idea. <laughs> we don't want to get on anybody's foots though that already does something like that, so
0: <laughs> I should just be on that podcast. that would make much more sense. You could. I mean, I better I bet i could I could talk to a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> Who does that I, podcast? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'd have to.
1: We'll see. Anyway, I, I've been on it. Yeah. So, oh. recording. Yes. Yes. I. I know. Uh, that wasn't like a humble <laughs> I do
0: do lots podcasts. That's
1: a, It's. It's a really good show. I would. I would like to be on it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against that. But I want to make this show good too, Rudy. It's true.
0: Well, the show
1: don't is good. I to share all my. I want to share all my. Uh, Good stuff with other people's podcasts. You it's know? true.
0: It's a good point. I appreciate that <laughs> about you.
1: Uh, and I don't. Yeah. And I really like not, you know, just being lazy sometimes. So. Uh, t- 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 so yeah, that's my that's my big challenge. Is I think I'm going to go for seventy games. That's a lot, but if I can get seventy games in this year, I'd be very happy.
0: Make it sixty four. Sixty four? Is that some sort of math? I don't remember thing? why. Let me let me look at the math on that. 64. <laughs> over 12. twelve. Sixty four no, that's not right. Sixty <laughs> uh, sixty two? No, sixty six over twelve? Sixty eight over twelve? Maybe it's sixty eight. Sixty eight <laughs> so, would five I think five. Uh, I think it, yeah, go for sixty games which 60 is sixty games. Which is five 60. games a month. Yeah, that's be, too low. Hold I, on.
1: I, I, Dang it. Uh, <laughs> that was easy. So, uh, how about how about sixty games with masters I haven't with with
0: masters from the challenge? Seventy-two games was the one was the math that, that worked out well. All right, well we'll do seventy-two then. Which is only two less than your challenge. Damn.
1: Yeah, but I'm gonna get more. Ma- That's what I was saying. I'm gonna get more masters, oh, yeah, okay. so I can't do like complete the challenge because when I buy stuff, it's gonna go up and then. <laughs>
0: seventy-two games is six games a month.
1: Yeah, that sounds that sounds reasonable. That sounds ridiculous, but. I'm going to go for it. Between Adepticon, I'll get... Oh my god, god if, I my to,
0: if I can get out to Califo or Adepticon, that's going to be like a good nine games over a weekend. Plus,
1: I've discovered the joy of Vassal, so... Yeah, that's also true. I can get games on, on Vassal. I'm having community. a couple of
0: hours, just jump on the Twitter community. I've seen people setting up Vassal games just by saying, yeah, hey, do you play want to for Vassal? And someone's like, yeah, let's do this yeah. thing.
1: i got to play with people other than you on Vassal, so... Now that I've got the hang of it, yeah, I, I, I also set should up the game at some point.
0: <laughs> Oh, essentially, I, I'll show you offline.
1: That's fine. I did. Yeah, it's it's. I, I'm sure it's simple, but I just haven't done it ever. Uh, cool. So you so want to talk my, about
0: your second part? My the second part of my challenge to myself. I was okay. So I like any good nerd. Uh, can work myself up into uh, a frustrating situation in my head from the smallest thing. Uh, I was on the Weird Place uh, Facebook group, which I do quite a bit, um, and someone asked if they should play as Lady Justice or Sonia first in the guild. They're like, I want to play guild, I'm looking at Lady Justice and Sonia. they both look good, uh, what would I want to play first? And I said, well, they're both relatively straightforward masters to begin with, and uh, Lady Justice is sort of an uh, in-your-face, stabby-stabby kind of master, and Sonia is sort of a from a distance, Bernie, fiery, burny kind of master. It depends on what you're more interested in. Do you want to rain down fiery death, or do you want to cut people to ribbons? And they said they wanted to play a rain down fiery death. Good. Great. You know what your play style is, and you have decided that that's the one you want to play. That's great. Then some other people came in and basically started saying, well, I just read the Sonya cards, and it makes me really mad. I'm I'm paraphrasing here. If if you're the person who made this post and I'm misquoting you and whatever, like, it's because I am reading with a certain tone of voice in my head that it frustrates me. I don't mean any offense. But uh, they basically said that Sonya is better at Karis in all of the games that Sonya and Karis play. Like... The ability to hand out burning, the uh, ability to deliver death, the ability to score points and do schemes, and yada, yada. Just, Sonia's just better. She's just better. And I uh, tried to uh, sort of work on, well, I mean, but she does a different thing. Her her crew comes at it from a different angle. Sonia's crew comes at it from one way. Karis does it from the other. Um, she has different styles of control, board control and things like that. Uh, and I think that Karis has uh, a lot of, you know, merit. And someone's like, nope, Sony's just better. And I was like, well, I guess I should spend the next year causing people to fear and respect Karis. Uh, so with, with my, I think, two games played with Karis right now, three games played with Karis right now, uh, I, I intend to play her... Uh, quite a bit in the coming year. Hopefully, uh, finish up my five games with her for this, and then put her in my um, two for the Arcanist to focus on up to ten games. Um, yeah. probably maybe uh, Karis and Mayfang because they're they're in each other's blind sides, but they both like robots that do fire. Um, yeah. maybe Karis Colette. I feel like Karis and Colette could do almost anything. Which means I would be eschewing Ironsides for now. Who am I love? I mean, I think Arcanists are my faction, because of their seven masters, I am desperately in love with five, four of them.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I can see that.
1: No, I, I think that you've got a point with Kiris. I mean, I've never played Sonya. I've played against her. She's good. But she's good at... She's much better at Kiris at lighting stuff at fire at range, and Killing it. But Kiris uh, has a lot of other things. That I, she's mean, good at.
0: I disagree with that. I think that Kiris as a master, is much better at lighting things on fire. I think that Sonya has. At the, has the b- range,
1: though. Whereas has is a less range. I no, I,
0: I disagree. Uh, she's got. Um, I think. Hold on. Let me look. Do you have the Sonya card in handy? I do not. I don't. Do I have the Sonya card in handy? Uh, I do. We'll put in some elevator music here, or maybe just cut this thing out. The little searching for stuff music, or we won't. I don't care. Uh, Flameburst has a 14-inch range.
1: And igni- Ignite is, or what's it? What's Kyrus? Flamey Halo.
0: Flamey Halo. I am looking through these cards the wrong way. I have Kyrus' card.
1: Her Flaming Halo is a 12-inch range. So she only has well, two less inches of
0: range. It doesn't do blasts. That's okay, because Sonya, in order to actually make models be on fire, has to have a book in the cast as well as a, a, a ram. Yeah. So she'll do more damage with the, with the two, three, five because Flaming Halo doesn't do any damage. But... And, and she can sort of throw those blasts around. So she's got a better way of doing direct damage. But Karis is better at making things be on fire. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then she's got all these other ways to, like, take advantage of the burning thing. Like, her, her main um, ability to kill people comes from not Flaming Halo, but from Immolate.
1: Yep. Yeah, for the best. damage
0: stupid amounts of damage, and gets a positive twist, and is at casting seven. So she's got as good a chance to hit. She's more mobile than than uh, Sonya is, so she can get in and out of combat. She can charge and light people on fire with Flaming Halo, or immolate. She can charge Flaming Halo and immolate, all in one in, in two AP. If not get a second um, Flaming Halo app. Yeah. In fact, if you really wanted to, you could charge someone, uh, hit them with a flaming halo, hit the next target with a flaming halo from the trigger, hit the first target with flaming halo again, trigger whatever you want, I guess, to give them another rack rack of burning. Zero action uh, flare to try and get more burning out, and then accelerant everybody within range who's now on fire. It should be at least three, if not four or five. It's a hell of a charge. It's a lot of burning tokens. Sure, there's no blast tokens, but then she uses dragon drop and gets out of the way the next turn. Who cares? (laughs) Anyway, I think that that she is an underrated master at this point. There are maybe only four or five people who talk about how nasty she is, and I think that I want to be uh, one of her standard bearers, I guess, coming into the new year. Yeah. That is my hope.
1: I think it's a good idea. We're both going to be playing her, so we can talk about it in... And we can talk I, about
0: things that like we both get out of her, and how to and how to better our
1: yeah. That'd be, fun. be fun. We'll see. If I bust her out at the tournament. I think I might. I'm not leaning Chico towards Blanche. her.
0: Also, Jacob Lynch is on my list. Yeah,
1: I have to find them. <laughs> I have to sort my models. I have random. They're just scattered throughout my bags, so I'm gonna do that tomorrow before the tournament. Mm-hmm. So
0: I don't get and my that. last like, one for the year everything. is to get a new bag, make a new bag. Oh, that's a good one. And another goal for the year, which is much more lofty, and uh, my I might try to seek aid for, is uh, I really want to go to Adepticon. I really want. I know that Alan's going, and I would love to make both halves of the Mistakes Were Made podcast crew go to Adepticon. But it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to have the funds. I'm just. It's just been a rough year. Um, well, with employment and uh, and sort of moving and, and yeah, finding yeah. jobs and things, I just don't have the money to buy airfare and uh, and such to get out there for the for the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And this is something that I toyed with asking about just because I didn't know if it was going to be tacky or not, but it, I I won't even put it up yet. If there if there are if someone leaves a comment that. It's a good idea, or it could work, or whatever. Or, don't worry about it, you're, it's not going to work, whatever. Okay. Uh, I, I was thinking about setting up a, a donatable... Kick, not Kickstarter. Um, PayPal account uh, to receive uh, dollar bills for to make my way out to Adepticon. Um, if there's any kind of community outreach uh, for that kind <laughs> of thing, I will absolutely take it, but I won't set it up until... Yeah. Until I know that it's you know, it's, well, not, I think it's
1: horribly tacky. It feels, it feels so tacky. I think we I think we talked about it before, and I think the biggest part of it is that you have to like offer to create content there. Yeah. To make it tacky. That's well, the thing that we gotta work we gotta talk it through somewhere, is really what it is, because yeah. I think that there's an opportunity to have coverage at Adepticon that won't be there normally or that would be enhanced by having people there that are willing to do interviews. Like maybe even talking chat. to uh,
0: Joe or um, uh, maybe even Sean because I can probably bend Sean's ear about it to see if we can try and line up interviews with you know the, the top placing team, the top placing um, masters, yeah, master uh, masters. Yeah, like if, if, if we could set up some sort of like live content thing from from the Adepticon, uh, mm-hmm. at, at, from, amount, from a mistakes from made standpoint, then it would yeah. it might make that way. It. it might make people who can't, you know, people spend actually be interested in. Yeah, <laughs> if you can't spend four hundred dollars, you but you're okay to listen that. to us talk about it for five dollars, then yeah, you know, that might that might be enough yeah, to exactly. edge.
1: Which is something think, where if I I went, I would like to try and do that, but doing it by myself. Would be a little daunting because I also want to play a bunch of games and exactly. drink and
0: well, but- <laughs> and if we're if we're there and uh, you know if if you if you go by yourself and you know best case scenario happens you're in the top eight, then how can you record uh, about that? I'm sure I won't be in the top eight. I'm not, <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm not terribly worried about that. But- <laughs> no, never mind. no uh, but. But yeah, like if if at the end of day two, or at the end of day one, or for whatever, for the Masters,
1: one day event this year, is it really? Whew, mm-hmm. They're not is, even doing it's like it, it's, or
0: not,
1: it's, it's not even starting at, at ten anymore or nine. What did what it time start? It started in the morning.
0: Nine thirty. It was nine thirty. Thirty, I think. I think it's. How oh, many nice answer that question? What time? What time is Masters tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's nine thirty, man. Nine. Who does that? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> that's,
1: this shout-out is specifically for Mark. That, that. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so... Fuck it's going to be that, even man. earlier this I'm year. Not, I'm not well, waiting that's for two that. f F-bombs already. What?
0: What was Come the on, first one? I don't know. You dropped one earlier. Did I? It's all right.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: I'll go find it.
1: It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a one day, so it'll be kind of crazy, but...
0: That does, sound, uh, that does sound. That sound hardcore. Maybe we
1: should talk some more about it. And if people think that that's a viable option to do some coverage there, I'd be willing to do it for sure. Even mm-hmm. if Rudy can't make it, I'd like to do some stuff. I like. If oh, do you know if
0: do you know if uh, Joe's partner in crime is coming up for Defticon? I do not know if uh, Adam is. coming. Yeah. If Adam is going, we could have the mistakes we made. Live chat. <laughs> Cheated fate. Cheated yeah. fate. Uh, doubles uh, um, throwdown.
1: Except <laughs> so they're not a doubles team together. I don't think.
0: What? Well, they would be for our for our for oh, our intensive yeah, purposes.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can make it happen. That would be excellent. But that would be so cool. I think we need to talk about the idea of generating content for yeah. events like that. Would be awesome. Maybe I could. Maybe I should take my microphone to this tournament on
0: Saturday and maybe see if I can talk to somebody after. Sounds good. That sounds like a great it's idea. Good. And if I if I take my laptop, I can do a I can easily do a, um, a pretty decent a little on the field. Because we have Wi Fi. Well, no, not even live. Like if I just have an interview with Persever, I I can, you know, a person, record it and post it that night. That, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. So yeah, I think that's what we are that would be an excellent goal for the podcast in general for this yep. year would be to start doing some, in more interesting content. Not that. I mean, obviously, somebody finds us interesting, but yeah. <laughs> I think that there's an opportunity to expand and do stuff that I want to do, that I've always thought about doing. I mean, yeah. That's always one of the things, like, if you... like, I, I hate to bring it up, but, you know, Magic the Gathering, obviously, Malfo is a different, completely different animal, and this, the number of people playing is so much fewer, but the fact that they have coverage of all their big events that you can watch online and, like, get information is really cool. Like, that yeah. was one of the things I liked about well, that and
0: game. I think that UKGT even had that kind of thing, too, where it's, like, there were people... Maybe not necessarily, like, a, a board or a, a website yeah. that you could go to to follow these things, but people were, people were tweeting about it all over the place. Like, I would... You know, all these different people who are Twitter personalities talking about the games mm-hmm. that they were playing, who they were playing against, how those games worked out, and where they were in the in the thing. It felt... It made you feel like you were sort of... Spectating this event, how much cooler would it be? Yeah. Could it be if we were actually like taking our phones and doing camcorder shots of the events and, and sort of put, posting those to a YouTube account or interviewing people who are at the top of the brackets and being like, "How do you feel three games in? You know, you're you're on the top table. Uh, what, what, how are you gonna, how are you gonna stay there? You know, could uh, it could be really cool. But yeah, let's uh, talk
1: about that some more and we're gonna do we'll a little bit. Something. We got a little bit of time.
0: Yeah. And I've also got another, like I've got an idea that I might try and work with uh, my friend Roddy and also, um, and also my friend Alan about potentially coming out early with with cheap airfare and whatnot. Uh, but we'll figure it out. Am I that friend, or is it a different? Yeah, friend? you're that. You're definitely. Okay, friend, no. I was confused. Yeah,
1: flying to Detroit instead and driving over if you can get a cheaper yeah. ticket that way.
0: Yep, yep, that makes a lot of sense. Correct. Anyway.
1: What else do we want to talk about?
0: I think we can that might just be keep it. talking.
1: We have unlimited uploads. We could.
0: we could. do as long of a podcast as we want now. That might not we necessarily be forty more minutes though. So.
1: Forty minutes of silence right now.
0: <laughs> I would edit it out. I'd be like, this oh, is be, it's weird. I'm just gonna go ahead and cut this.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I think we're done then. Right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Years.
0: Uh, Thank you again for for giving us uh, uh, one thousand listens and for podcasts. That seems very it seems very high. It seems like a high number to me, but a good high number. I would like to see that number increase even more. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> Are you going to turn off the live now or not?
0: No, I didn't. We, oh yeah, uh,
1: also email us and Twitter yeah. us. Yeah. Email, you can
0: email us at mwmpodcast at gmail You could uh, get us via Twitter at either m MW, uh, at mwm podcast or at schubachr, which is s c h u e p b a c h r. I should change myself to mwm Rudy for my name, huh? Yeah. Uh, or at mwm al or al. Oh, it's al forty three seventeen. Al4317
1: is the the numbers. That's the easiest way.
0: Uh, If you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you like and or rate and review us. That can get us uh, up the the Malifaux podcast charts, the podcast charts, which could get us to more listeners, which would be great. I'm just trying to channel what my friend Dan does at the end of all of his episodes. Um, And uh, past that, this has been another Mistakes for Me podcast. Two later, one F-bomb guarantee.
1: Drop fables and stories To warn me of the dangers that were laying before me To keep it in arrest, rest And she would hide the lesson To guide my direction Provide the right message In time I developed a sense Of her embellishments Hence I was rebellious against What she was telling me When I was a teen I pretended that my demons were friends I defended the place Yo, and that was the case Slurred speech tripping off of my face The world creeped as I slipped To the awfulest place You could imagine Not the average things you see on acid My granddad bloody hovering on a speaker cabinet laughing in a raspy tone covered in maggots a snack on his mask with the bone i couldn't grasp it did it double dismount